0: Welcome to a Canadian Investing in the U.S., a podcast and YouTube channel focused on Canadians buying real estate with host Glenn Sutherland. Welcome to another episode of a Canadian Investing in the U.S. This week, my special guest is Susan White Livermore. Uh, You know what, Susan, give us a little intro about yourself.
1: All right. Um, I work under the business of Millionaire Mom. I started as Liberty Property Solutions and just recently moved over to Millionaire Mom. It's a lot more fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been investing in real estate since about 2006. Started kind of haphazardly, completely didn't know what I was doing. Um, Had my third kid in 2009 and in 2007, 2008, Lost a lot of money in the stock market. And so really started to look at those student properties that we had. We had three of them. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And saw that they were, although they weren't making a ton of money, they were steady. Uh, We were getting cash flow and they were getting mortgage pay down. And they kind of sat flat for about nine months. So I thought, oh, geez, there's something really happening about this. And I was really quite concerned about our pension because neither of us had pensions at the time. And so rather than go back to work, I decided to build a real estate portfolio as our pension. Uh, So I went and I educated myself. uh, All of 2009, spent a ton of money and a ton of time and energy learning how to invest in real estate. Took an entire year before I actually convinced myself to buy anything. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then once I finally had enough courage to buy. I went crazy, won a bunch of awards from rain from the um, real estate wealth magazine. Um, and you know, I got bored and I was doing student properties. I did rent to own, I was doing pre foreclosures, kind of got bored, went out to Calgary, built legalized suites there. Then they opened up the market here in Barry and I started building them here, and then I was starting to write my book, and now I'm doing some wholesale, but I'm back into real estate investing. I'm just kind of all over the board, Um, and it's gone from building a pension to helping others build pensions. Um, I'm big on, too many of us are gonna rely on the government come retirement time, and that scares me, so I wanna share as much of my knowledge um, and experiences with other people to entice them, motivate them, incentivize them to get out and use real estate as their source of a pension, freedom, whatever you want to call it.
0: Yeah. So you were out in Calgary. Did you actually move to Calgary or did you just That's do? it everyone
1: number one question everybody asked? <laughs> no, I literally got bored. And I was going to rain at the time and they were talking about how, how hot uh, Calgary was. So I got on a plane, I was there for a week, I built a team in a week, I had meeting after meeting after meeting after meeting, and on the ride to the airport, I put out my first offer.
0: Awesome. <laughs> you know what? We will still get to the like where to find great deals, but I'm just gonna probe into this a little bit. So you <laughs> so now you're you're buying this real estate like in Calgary. So you had to set up a team. So I'm guessing yep. you got a, a realtor, uh, an yep. attorney or lawyer. Um... Yeah.
1: I had the attorney or lawyer before I okay. left. Okay, yeah. It was really weird, but I did, yeah.
0: And I'm guessing property manager. You weren't going to manage that yep. all the way from that distance. Yep. Is there any yep. other main people to, to to search out if you're uh, on a
1: – You a... know what? I did a lot of networking while I was there. I happened to pick a time when I – at the beginning of the week, I attended a, um, a – real estate investing uh event and at the end of the week i attended a real estate investing so i met a ton of investors um and half the time i was networking with investors half the time i was networking or okay third of the time i was networking with investors third of the time i was networking with um property managers contractors and um realtors
0: so okay, so you're out there. Are you then buying from the MLS or wholesale? How are you? Getting... Uh, I was buying
1: MLS. You're buying yeah.
0: MLS yeah, to get there. Yeah, yeah, and So yeah, they had yeah. it was at the good time when the, the prices were... It was such
1: a hot market. Yeah. To buy privately there would have been challenging.
0: Yes, gotcha. Okay, so now you you have all this stuff in Calgary. You're managing it from here. What did you have to set up any systems? Did you have to? What did yeah. you have to get so that you weren't like pulling your hair out? Is what? What is there? it's not
1: as hard as you think when you decide that you're not going to manage your own properties um whether you're there physically or not it doesn't really matter like i had one of my property managers out there did take me for thirty five thousand dollars, but um didn't take me down um i had that sense that i I had a problem um but before and the Uh, uh, prior to the problem coming to fruition, I had backup plan of what I was going to do in the event that the, the property man, like what I was suspecting came to fruition. So when I realized it was as bad as it actually was, it was literally a phone call to the new guy saying, okay, you're, we're going to start and we're starting X day. He went over, picked up the keys, sent out letters to all of my tenants um, the worst part of it all was everything that was going on in my head. how awful like I was going to lose the tenants and they were all going to wonder what was going on, and I was going to get taken for more money. None of that happened. I lost the thirty five thousand dollars, but that that had already happened. The transition was the easy part,
0: yeah, okay, so if you don't mind me asking what did what were some like red flags what did you what were you expecting like
1: <laughs> i yeah you know when payments were coming in late i was getting um answers that i wanted to hear as opposed to you know i should have known better i should have gone with my instincts and i didn't um there was just things didn't add up but i didn't want them to add up because i wasn't ready to change property management i had it in my head that changing property management would be a huge problem and it, it isn't. I've done it a number of times now. I've done it both here and in Calgary. And it's not as bad as you think it is. So um, if you get that inclination, I would start calling, trying to see if you can find other investors that are with that property manager and see what their experiences are. That's uh-huh. what I started doing. I, I started calling and then I realizing, uh-oh, we're all having the same thing. I'm going to switch. Um, That is a great
0: tip. That's a great tip. I never even thought of that. I could probably do the same thing. Mm.
1: So, well, you learn, you get really, when things go bad, you get really resourceful. You've got two choices. You can get really resourceful or you can wallow in your pity and and decide you're going to never do real estate again and, and get out of it. But then you're taking these amazing opportunities to learn and losing them in vain, so to speak. So I find when things go wrong, like that's where, that's your opportunity to grow and that's your opportunity to see what resources you actually have and who's willing to help you. Cause it's amazing how many people will come out of the woodwork to help you out. Like the guy that um, took over my property management when um, all this happened, like, he was an absolute sweetheart. He worked weekends for me he He just made the transition amazing awesome. um and he gave me a discount because I was bringing ten units over um like it and people want to help when they can
0: that's great no and that's that's what you really have to do is try to find the good and everything and learning experience and anything. Cause otherwise it's just miserable. Cause i I've went through some bad spots too. Yeah. And yeah, no, if you can do that, cause all honesty, I don't think I've ever sold said this on my podcast, but I gave up real estate for three years after having the worst time. And then I sat there and went, Oh my God, I, I made, still made a lot of money, but it was all appreciation. Cause, <laughs> but you're like, but like, was it really that bad? I don't exactly. know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like,
1: in your, and it's really that bad in your head, right? Yeah. Like, I don't really think it's as, because we go through all the what ifs, all the all the worst case scenarios, but <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't say I've gone through it all, but I, I have enough understanding that when things go bad, I have enough resources to help me get through. I, I have someone to call to say, okay, I'm going through this, help me through, what would you do? Have you been through this? Do you know anyone that's gone through this? How would we handle it? And um, it's been its
0: way in gold. Love it. Okay, so uh, that was my good side tangent that took us like <laughs> five minutes. But anyway, uh, there was the I loved it anyway. So um, what we really wanted to talk about was where to find uh, the deals, where the deals are found, right? So. Yeah. Um, Maybe we should start with like, I guess you kind of introduced yourself when you're doing the intro about what you were doing currently. So yeah. maybe just like quickly dive into what what you do now. Like what kind of strategies yeah. are you using to buy right now?
1: Um, I kind of flow with what the market is doing. And because the market is kind of steady right now, um, I love to go after the private deals. And the reason why I like to go after the private deals is because I can talk with the seller one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And it becomes, for me, very, okay, this person's got a problem. There's a reason why they're calling me. I'm going to get to the bottom of the problem and see to what level can I help this person out. And I just find these type of opportunities uh, are incredible of what you can accomplish. Let me give you an example of my favorite one that I've done to date. Okay. Um. Just recently, I had, maybe two years ago, no, I send out flyers, but about two years ago, I bought a, bought a semi-detached yeah. and I built it into a legalized suite. And normally I don't introduce myself to the neighbors because it usually is just opening up a can of worms in terms of them wanting to dump on you when they don't like something that your tenant is doing. Yes. But this woman from next door came over and she was really intrigued about what we were doing and so she's like, yeah, could you do this with my house? And I, I went over, saw her house, and it was the exact same as mine, just reversed. And I said, absolutely, we could do it. Um, and I said, I would be happy to partner with you. You'll need this amount of dollars. Here's what the value of your property will be when we're done. Uh, and she said, okay, I don't have the money for it right now, but if I get the money, then I'll give you a call. So two years later, I get a call, I don't know, maybe two months ago now, and she's like are you interested in buying my house and I said absolutely I'm always interested in looking at properties and I said let me come over and have a conversation with you and so I'm sitting down with her and she's telling me that um, she's in financial trouble she was honest with me and I am I am I'm just me and I'm not yeah. trying to be, I'm not, I don't try and go after the last dollar. Mm-hmm. I just try and solve problems and um, to the best of my ability. So I'm sitting with her and she's saying that she's behind on her mortgage, uh, which usually takes a while for people to admit that they give you every reason in the world because they don't want to be at a disadvantage. But, yep. Um, and her biggest concern, she wants to sell the property she recognizes that the property needs TLC, um, but her biggest concern is that she's got, she's got poor credit now, and she's got these two big dogs. And she's like, how am I going to find a place for these two big dogs and this poor credit? And But I'll sell you the property. And so I, I left there, and I thought about it for a while. And then I came back, and well, what I was concerned about is like, what landlord is going to take them on when she's got, like she's struggling to pay? And she, she had this three-bedroom apartment or house, and she was renting out two rooms to other people. So I'm like, okay, so she's in a lot of financial trouble.
0: Yeah.
1: What landlord's going to feel comfortable renting to her? Um, but at the same time, I, has to, I had to ask the question, how long have you lived here for? And her answer was 13 years. And then the follow-up question to that is, have you ever refinanced your house? And she's like, No. So, automatically, I know there's a fair amount of money in the property. Yep. So, here's the opportunity to get creative. I said to her, I went in and I said, listen, here's what I want to propose to you. It's a little complicated. It might seem uncomfortable, but I think it might be the solution that you're looking for. How about you sell your property at a discount, like a good price, which you yep. kind of agreed at. Mm-hmm. I'll help you find a rental unit and... We'll borrow your the proceeds from your house. So there's about $150,000 coming out of the house.
0: Yeah.
1: We'll borrow that. We'll pay you an interest rate. But rather than us give the money to you, we're going to apply that to your rent. So now you only have to come up with $450 each month for rent as opposed to the whole gamut, right? Because the interest payment from her... The money that we're borrowing in a second mortgage. Yep. So we're going to take her money, yep. apply it to another house at less than 80% loan to value. We're going to pay her in this case, 6%. Yep. That was $750 a month, which would be applied to, we don't give it to her. We apply it to her rent. Then she only has to pay us 450 bucks each month for her rent. So we, we took the heavy pressure off of her having to pay rent. We've protected her proceeds, the $150,000. So that's, we're, like, she's going to, after five years, she's still yeah. going to have that $150,000. She only has to figure out how she's going to come up with the $450. So we've saw, it was like, she was ecstatic because yeah. this was going to take the pressure on. She could get back on her feet go out and find a job and not have to have renters or live with somebody else in order to, um, make ends meet. So like, (laughs) plus we get this $150 to put a, um, to use as we want we can use it for rentals. We can use it to buy more properties. It just, it was a win, 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 right across the board. So, um, one of my favorites. And that's what I'm saying. Like, The more you can understand about where's the pain happening with your sellers, um, the more creative you can get in terms of options to help them and sometimes help yourself in the process because not only do we get a house for a good price, we get to borrow $150,000 at a reasonable uh, interest rate.
0: That's awesome you know what i'm gonna take the i'm gonna take the chance that i sound really stupid here so
1: no worries <laughs> you know what no question is um,
0: <laughs> so yeah. I, I just want to get my head completely around this so she yeah. uh sold you the property at a discount and then yes. she still lives in the property and rents no. it from you no okay no. that's where i was that's what we are,
1: sorry i didn't explain that well yeah. we are moving her to another unit because we're going to build a legalized suite out gotcha. of that property yeah so we're moving into another another property where and she can networks. have her okay. dogs. The the rent, uh, the interest payments yeah. will be applied to that other property because we, we're we're going to be able to legalize suite out of that one. That's awesome. Cool.
0: No, mm-hmm. I, that's a, that's the only part of it. Was that like, wasn't okay, a so. dumb
1: question. I didn't answer. That well.
0: <laughs> okay. No, I just wanted to get myself around it. Okay. Cool. So then, um, so you you're then you're going to buy and hold this property, but like, we well, put a legalized suite in it so that you can get double yeah. income, and yeah. then you will continue to just rent this thing on going on forever board and maybe do a refinance or what's what's the probably other...
1: five years down the road five, yep
0: five years yep. down the road and then um am i presuming right you used the so you used a jv to pay for it you ran the whole yeah. thing and yeah. no it, it makes sense i love it that's a great deal <laughs> it's cool it's,
1: eh it's like you're solving somebody else's significant problem yeah and helping yourself in the process yeah. But at the end of the day, if you can focus on them, if you can help them, you're, the more people you can help, the more you're going to get for yourself, and that's what the the name of the game is, and that's where, to me, the best deals can be made.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I'm even trying to like drill into my children at such a young age. That like, if you can solve enough people's problems, you will do fine. Like that mm-hmm. is Very the well. name of the yeah. game. Is yeah. Give and solve and the world will come back to you. And yes,
1: 100%, 100%. It,
0: let's uh wrap this up by okay. pitching yourself. So, I know like let's talk about coaching, what your website's, what yeah, you do. Let's let's yeah. do your stuff. What are you up to?
1: I am I should have a book out by June. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you will be able to find it on You can find me on millionairemom.co not com.co Uh, You can find me on Instagram at millionaire underscore mom underscore enterprises. The same with Facebook. It's millionaire mom enterprises. Um, I am doing coaching. I'm doing one-on-one coaching right now until the book is actually out and then there'll be group coaching or probably a course to follow the book. The book is actually right now. It's tentative name is it's that easy. (laughs) (laughs) It really really is i think people think that investing in real estate is complicated and hard and it's really not it doesn't have to be and it's um it's that easy millionaire mom's uh path to uh wealth and real estate investing in life um so you can get in touch with me to do some coaching you can connect on you can send me an email directly to asking about that and i'll send you a form just to kind of see if it's a good fit and then we do a, a quick phone call to to talk about what your needs are um so you can reach me at uh, susan at millionaire co or there's a form you can fill out on the website as well asking you know with regards to the coaching um that's about it for right now. I do do joint venture partners. Um, so there is that option as well, although that seems to be filling up really quickly. But if that is something you're interested in, you can certainly get on my list. Um, and you would do that through either through the, the website or sending me an, an email direct. So you can get on my uh, mailing list and get my newsletter and different opportunities that I might have coming up.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. (laughs) Thank
1: you for having me on.
0: Oh, I I loved it. This is great. (laughs) Thanks so much.
1: (laughs) No problem. Take care.
0: Thanks.